The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's over! At last, the long wait is over after 47 years! The Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. And today is Tuesday, June 13th. From our extraordinary core group of NBA journalists, we're joined now by NBA.com senior writer John Schumann. And shoo, a special day. The Denver Nuggets have won their first NBA championship for this franchise. Uh kind of a rock fight last night in game five end up winning this one 94 to 89 a a game predicated by defense when you look at some of these numbers uh denver shot just 18 percent from the three-point line uh they went 13 of 23 from the free throw line uh miami though not too much better uh but overall you look at this series you look at the postseason you look at um, how this all came together and so much is Nikola Jokic and just how he's able uh, to orchestrate so much success for his team. Back to Jokic. Spins against Adebayo. Tough shot falling away. Still knocks it down. Comes away with 28 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, Jamal Murray, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. Michael Porter Jr., 16 points on the other side of things. A lot came um, from Bam Adebayo. Uh, Jimmy Butler with just 21 points, Bam with 20 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, but let's start picking apart the numbers because, as I said, a, a lot of this, not only in this game, but a lot of this series, uh, the numbers came down to what was happening on the defensive side of things. What did you see um, in particular game five, but overall the efficiency on the offense uh, for both the Nuggets and this Miami team? Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Um, and I think 
you know, credit the, the Nuggets defense. I think also both teams were just playing with um, some nervous energy and there was some open shots that were missed. But game five was the least efficient offensive performance for a winning team in the in these playoffs. So the Nuggets scored less than a point per possession and won. Um, so that tells you, you know, <laughs> how ugly the game was. But if you look at the last three games overall, I mean, if you go back to game two, the Heat's one win in the series. They scored ridiculously efficiently. The Nuggets had a ton of defensive breakdowns that allowed them both open threes and layups. Um, but they cleaned things up after that. Um, I thought their defense was pretty much on point for the last three games. Um, and over the last three games, they allowed exactly one point per possession from the Heat. And that was the Nuggets' um, best three-game stretch of defense all season long. Wow. So this was the 15th-ranked defense in the in the regular season. Um, you know, they were an offensive team for the most part. Um, so they're just about average defensively. And that will that's the lowest regular season defensive ranking for an NBA champion uh, in the last 22 years since the Lakers um, ranked 22nd in 2001. They were defending champs, and they sort of flipped the switch in the playoffs. Um, so the Nuggets, not a great defensive team in the regular season. Game two, we saw a lot of breakdowns. It's like, oh, maybe these just guys aren't you know, capable of playing, you know, NBA finals level defense. Maybe they'll just win with offense. But no, they they sort of turned it around on that end of the floor over the last three games. Um, and so it's kind of a repeat of what happened last year. If you remember last year, the Warriors won the last three games of the finals and it was the wor- the Celtics' worst three-game stretch of offense all year long. And so now we have sort of something similar. This was the last three games where the Heat's second worst three-game stretch of offense all season long. Um, obviously, they were not a great offensive team in the regular season. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what stood out to me. Um, if you just look at one side of the floor versus the other, it, it ended up being the defensive end of the floor that sort of won it for the Nuggets. Um, and then also just their dominance in the paint. If you look um, at this series, the Heat outscored the Nuggets by double digits from three-point range in four of the five games, including game five. You know, you, you mentioned how poorly the Nuggets shot from three-point range. Um, but points in the paint were, uh, per game, were plus 13.6. So the Nuggets outscored the Heat by 13.6 points in the paint per game over the series. That was the biggest differential um, in a final series in the last 23 years since the 2000 finals, Lakers-Pacers. Um, and the biggest differential in any series in these playoffs. So, um, you know, when the jump shots aren't falling and we saw how you, you mentioned how the Nuggets struggled uh, in in game five, their best three point shooter, really Michael Porter Jr. struggled all series long. But because they have Nikola Jokic, because they have his passing, because they have Aaron Gordon, who was able to sort of um, outsize some of the Heat's wings inside. They just dominated inside. So they won the paint. They won the free throws. Um, and that really was the difference. You saw that translate to not just offensively, but defensively, the length, the size. This Denver Nuggets team is big, uh, but it all starts and stops 
with Nikola Jokic for as much as they have the compilation of a complete team and, and of course, Jamal Murray, a part of that, um, to go along with the rest of the pieces and how well they fit. I think you talk about a roster fitting because fitting around Nikola Jokic is something um, that he makes it seem so easy just with how he plays, the brilliance of his game, the uh, not just skill, but the smarts to go along with it. Put into context, so he was the only player in your article out today of uh, the numbers, the five key stats, uh, only player in NBA history to lead all players in a single postseason in points, rebounds, and assists. We talked a lot throughout the course of this postseason how he uh, set records in triple doubles um, in a single postseason. Two-time MVP. He was, of course, named the finals MVP. Uh, where do you where do you put him in the context of what we witnessed um, historically for what he continues to do and how he can continue? I mean, it feels like he, in some ways, is just scratching the surface of of what we can see him continue to become. Yeah, I'm not much of a legacy guy, but I mean, how do you not put him up, up among the best players? You know, of the last you know fifteen twenty years, just because of the resume. Um, and just with how skilled he is, I mean, we see it every day, you know, just he's huge, but he's just an incredible passer and he's just got, he's an incredible shooter. Like he's in the, basically the most efficient high volume scorer in the NBA. Caldwell Pope finds Jokic. Jokic in the paint, drops it in. He's got 26. It's a seven point lead. That, that combination of skills, the touch inside, plus the ability to step out and shoot threes, um, you know, with how efficient he scores, you you, know, you got to double him, but then he just picks you apart. So, I mean, I just like to talk about his game, and I thought his defense, you know, we that's the one sort of, oh, but he can't defend. It's a two, you know, it's a, you know, you got to play both ends of the floor. He's not a two-way player, but his defense was pretty good in these last few games. Um, you know, I did a, a film study after game four showing some of the, the, the nuggets, um, you know, good defensive possessions and it started with Jokic. And then there was one possession in the second half, I think the fourth quarter, uh, of game five where he was guarding Cody Zeller. It must've been early in the fourth quarter and Jimmy Butler drove and he helped on the drove at the at drive at the rim, you know, sort of stopped the drive. Butler kicked it out to Zeller, who was on the wing, and Zeller quickly handed it off to to Duncan Robinson, and Jokic was right there, like right there to stop Duncan Robinson from from being able to shoot a three. Now Robinson eventually beat him off the dribble and sort of missed a floater, but like I think that was the a big part of the Nuggets game plan was was taking away the threes, and it was Jokic who went from under the basket to the three point line like real fast, faster than I've ever seen him move, honestly. Um, at least on the defensive end of the floor, um, and so I, I think he's. I think he's starting to realize that hey, if I if I I can be a, a factor on that end of the floor. I thought maybe his defense in the regular season took a little step back from from previous seasons when he won his MVPs, but he is a factor on that end of the floor. One, just because of how huge he is, and two, maybe just because how smart he is, and he can sort of he knows how to um, you know play the angles pretty well. Um, so I think that adds to just how good of a player he is and how we sort of evaluate him among the greats in the game today and, um, you know, all time. Yeah. in the great on the other side, Jimmy Butler, who was extraordinary throughout the course of the postseason, 
no doubt the Miami Heat, the eighth seed, would not have been where they were um, if not for his play. Did not look the same uh, throughout the the latter part of this series and also especially in Game 5. As I mentioned, his number is 21 points, but just 5 of 18 from the field. A, a very crucial, critical turnover uh, down the stretch of the game that seemed to in some way seal things for the Nuggets. Jimmy Butler on the drive, gets inside, stops. Uh, what's your takeaway on the play of Jimmy Butler potentially not being 100% healthy, uh, but just what you saw to him in these finals and in Game 5? Yeah, it would have been nice to to have seen that playoff run without the ankle sprain um, in the New York series. Um, because, yeah, there are definitely times where he seemed a little limited on both ends of the floor. I thought, you know, there were times later in that New York series, maybe even... Um, in the Eastern Conference Finals, where he didn't seem as mobile defensively, you know, he wasn't the sort of, uh, you know, defensive force that he can be in the passing lanes and such. Um, and then offensively, yeah, he seemed a little bit reticent to shoot. Um, you know, he's never been a great outside shooter. And so credit the Nuggets. They knew, like, you know, if you watch Jokic pick and roll coverage, if Max Struess was coming off a of Bam Adebayo, pick and rolls. Jokic was up at the level of the screen trying to prevent a shot, but if Butler was coming off a screen, Jokic was in the paint backing up. And Butler has not been, you know, a great shooter. That's the one sort of flaw in his game is he's not a great jump shooter. You know, he's had some incredible jump shooting games in the playoffs, but overall, you're going to play him to shoot, and I thought, you know, he sort of lost interest at times in 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 that sh- in, you know, um his willingness to shoot, whether it be pull up threes, pull up twos, or even just sort of floaters and and short jumpers, he had a little flurry there at the end of Game Five, and and it sort of put a little scare in the Nuggets, I'm sure. But uh, I think overall, you know, he wasn't as effective offensively in this series. I don't know if he ran out of gas, or maybe the Heat just ran out of gas as a team. Um, but yeah, it was a little disappointing um, from that end. And and yeah, you would have loved, loved to have seen him you know, without that ankle sprain in the in the second round. No doubt, but give a ton of credit to that Miami Miami Heat team, what they accomplished throughout the course of this postseason. I know they are not satisfied uh, with it, given the fact they were not raising the Larry O'Brien trophy, but nonetheless, uh, they were special, a special story, special to watch. Uh, the ones that did raise the trophy, uh, some fun, interesting comments from head coach Michael Malone uh, on, on the postgame podium after, which we will get to. Looking forward to the future of this Denver Nuggets team right after the break. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut... 
Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got news for everybody out there. We're not satisfied with one. We want more. We want more. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by John Schumann and uh, Shu Denver to tremendous throughout the course of the regular season we were waiting to see what they could do in the postseason and they did it nba champions they had a 16 and 4 record throughout the 20 games they played here in the playoffs and michael malone talking to lisa salters uh on the podium after the post uh, post game uh said that the, we want more and i think that has been the sentiment when you look at this denver team i think we always do this in the media the it's not even uh not even the next morning we're always talking about what can this team do again uh will they be the front runners how many more can they win but when you look at the construction of the roster there is good reason to believe uh, that there is more, potentially more for this team if they can stay healthy. Uh, they've got most of their roster intact or seemingly looking to be intact. Other questions with Bruce Brown, player option, Jeff Green. But overall, uh, the core pieces are there and a lot of young pieces, too, that there's a lot of optimism um, about what they can become. We saw some of that with with Christian Brown and a few others. Uh, when you look at this Nuggets team, how they built developing players, uh, what's your takeaway for what you think they could do here in the future and moving forward? Yeah, I think Michael Malone set a new standard for when you start talking about <laughs> winning multiple championships. Like, usually you save that for the You normally the, blame it on the, the media. He, he's, yeah. the one, he's the one that got it going early. You save it for the parade, but he did it right after the game. I was amazed. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the great thing is one, start with the top. Nikola Jokic has a five-year extension that kicks in July 1st. So he's under contract for five more years. He has a player option at the end of that. But we're talking, you know, four, four, four guaranteed years of that guy. So that it starts with that. Um, and like you said, yeah, everybody else is basically under contract. Jeff Green is an unrestricted free agent. Um, I don't think that's a big issue. Bruce Brown has a $6.8 million player option that I'm sure he will decline. Um, but they can resign him, and I imagine they will resign him to multiple years. Now, this is a luxury tax team. They paid the luxury tax. They're paying the luxury tax this season. Uh, they're going to pay the t- luxury tax next season. But that's what you do, right? Like 
you you pay the luxury tax when you're a championship team. Um, and so, yeah, I think this team can uh, will be the favorite in the West for sure um, next season. I think we'll, you know we'll see what some of these East contenders do in the off season. Um, but yeah, I don't see any reason why they can't be here again next year, other than you know the fact that there's 30 teams and it's just tough to 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 get here in the first place. Um, so hopefully. Michael Mullen has does savor this one before he starts thinking about uh, number two and number three because, like, it, it is really difficult to get to this point, um, and you never know. You know, there's been lots of young teams that get to the finals or win a championship, and you you look at it and say, "Hey, this team's going to be here for a long time," and it doesn't happen. You know, think about the Thunder when they reached the finals in 2012, or the Magic with Shaq and Penny. Um, that type of thing. And so um, I do think they have a great foundation with two stars um, that just play brilliantly together. I think the best thing about the Nuggets is that their two best players have the best two-man game in the league, right? Like you have a two-time MVP and a guy that is, and Jamal Murray, who has twice averaged more than 30 points a game in a playoff series. And they have the best two-man game in the, in the world. And I think that's, that's, I mean, that's a great foundation. And Michael Malone, I think we've realized, is a terrific coach um, who can get, uh, uh, you know, coach them up on, I think, on both ends of the floor and a, and a great set of role players. And Christian Braun, I think, is a great mention by you. I think he is to have a rookie contribute as much as he did to a championship um, is a great thing. And so, um the fact that he's going to be around for a long time is another uh, key piece. Yeah, well, it, it's going to be interesting because I know that we just wrapped up the finals here, uh, but it never, ever stops. we got the draft coming up, free agency, summer league, all the good things, and we will continue to read all your stuff on NBA.com. Watch it, and and maybe we be, may be chatting again soon, Shoe. Hopefully, hopefully here on NBA Pulse. All right, sir. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.